It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. We're back for yet another week. I'm here. I'm VA. I'm here with Jeff and Tim. Howdy ho. Hi. All right. So Jeff and Tim, here we go. It's been a, an interesting week, guys. Bruins still only have one regulation loss, so that's pretty cool. They have two overtime losses, but that's okay. That just means that they're missing one point apiece from those two games. And everything's pretty good. Uh, I'm not wholly can't complain. You know, Bruins um, uh, by points percentage are leading the league at this point. Second in the East still, but we've played. they've played two games fewer than Buffalo. Yeah, that felt weird to say, didn't it? Everything about that. Well, Buffalo has started out strong some seasons and then completely fallen apart. So, yeah, I mean, like Ralph Kruger's a good coach and all, but that's not a good team. Then again, you know, you also still have Edmonton winning the Pacific at the moment. And the only appropriate response to that is LOL. What? Yeah, mm. that's not that's not going to last. They don't have the personnel for that shit. Who's even coaching them? Uh, Dave Tippett. Oh, that's right. OK, I get it. All right. Well, they'll fall back. It's a good tip. Tip. It's a good coach, but <laughs> right. Well, I happened to go to the game last night. It was not a planned thing, but it it was fun to go, and uh, I'm pretty pretty stoked about the uh, the third goal on that one. I was gonna say your boyest of boys put one home. He did. He was behind his own blue line. Now, granted, I know there was no goalie there, but but the thing about Brandon Carlo is um. Uh... These goals are like unicorns, right? Well, and they're always fluky. Yeah. They're, they're fluky as fuck. They're sort of like, um, you know, Dennis Seidenberg, who, relevant, officially mm. announced his retirement this week. Moment of silence for the German hammer. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, I'm, I'm very sad about that news, obviously. I knew it was coming, but I was sad. And But thankfully, Ben, being the good friend that he is, wore the Zeidenberg jersey last night, so we honored him. Oh, very nice. Um, but anyway, it looks like, looks like your other previous favorite is uh, his goals were always these weird, like, super long bombs too, right? You know, mm-hmm. the old Seiden bomb was the inexplicable slap shot from, like, the red line. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. See, this is what I think was going through Brendan Carlo's head. He went, okay, He's like, I know, I know that girl I met uh, who's like kind of like some crazy old lady who was like 16. We met like four weeks ago and I know she's at the game, so I'm totally going to score for her. Okay. Oh, I didn't tell you last week. We now tell time based on when I met Brandon Carlo. So Uh, before Carlo and after Carlo, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. After defenseman is what they what uh, he and Mandy agreed w- with, but yes, so oh okay. wow, so, so we are we are four weeks AD. <laughs> mm, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, yeah, I can I can get behind this. Now there 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 are a few questions left behind in your theory. I'm just gonna leave them be though, but um, uh, it's fair. Oh no, I, I want to these questions. You got this, um, how did he know you were there? psychic he just knew i see okay so this is like the girl who loved tom gordon shit going on from stephen king sure i mean look he he has a tattoo that says live by faith not by sight he knew i was there i mean that could also just be that he's from colorado springs anyway okay continue on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway so yeah so that was cool so you know nice to see them do that to the blues it was uh, of course not revenge it was not a statement game it was just you know some interconference game in descent october but it did feel all right no they won the stanley cup didn't you see them braided <laughs> around on the ice after <laughs> i was gonna say yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure like charlie just like beat the fuck out of o'reilly after the game and took and, and, and took his cup ring right Sure. <laughs> because he absolutely wears it while he's playing. He sees that kind of douche. I mean, he probably is. Mm-hmm. Ryan O'Reilly just took a DNA test and he's 100% that douche. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely that douche. You know, if he'd already had it, he would have been wearing that ring when he, you know, drove into that Tim Hortons. <laughs> I bet he drove through drove through the, the Tim Hortons again to show him the ring, that ring. <laughs> this Kool Aid man through the through. Guys, look at the fucking ring. <laughs> oh, by the way, I didn't face any consequences for this. <laughs> oh, every time I saw him on the ice yesterday, I'm like, "Fuck you, Ryan O'Reilly. Go to hell, <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly." hate him so much such a fucking like wild. seriously though i'm like so pissed at someone about someone that would like just like complain about how he no longer gets joy from hockey and then freaking turn around and win the conscious math i hate oh, him so much tell me about it tell me about it just oh. good things don't no just just for fuck's sakes yeah 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 that is the thing that burns me up so much, so much. Honestly, you know, even more, even more cheesed than losing the fucking losing the cup is that Rask Rask should have gotten that consummate anyway. Yeah, he worked his ass off, and guess what? He's working that took us off right now too. Oh fucking yeah, he is. Like, what the hell? Why do we have? Why do we have suddenly have April Rask in October? Like I'm okay. I don't miss. I don't miss October Rask one bit. No, 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 Tuka. It's still April. Keep going. <laughs> See, Tuka just seems a lot more relaxed this year. I don't know what it is. Whatever he did when he took that time off last year worked. So keep going, Tuka. I, I have no complaints. I, I didn't really have too many before, but I definitely don't now. Seriously, with the way, with the way Rask and Halak are playing, I'm just like, this is, uh, this is something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, also with Tuca, he looking relaxed. Even like the post game interviews that he's doing with Nesson now, after every game that he starts, it's he just I don't know. There's something about him. It's just, it's just different. He just he seems okay with everything. He seems at peace with everything. And I mean, he's even joking around in like the interviews and stuff like that. So. Uh, I kind of wonder if the media suddenly not being, you know, shitty about him through the um, uh, playoffs helped. Yeah. You know the fact. You know, I, 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 I wonder if you know it's like okay, you know, these fucks don't matter. Oh, and they're actually like not being douchebags. Okay, let's just do this. Maybe he embraced a little bit of Brandon Carlo, who told the media when he came back that he loved them, and that he missed them. And the media was like, "What? We've never had anybody tell us that." Had was he just mistakenly assuming Hags had been like, you know, disappeared? And he, and he said that. And he was like, you know, if I walked into a room with Boston media and Hags wasn't there, maybe he was like, you know, on the can or something. I think it's like, oh, Hags is gone. Fucking a. <laughs> okay, guys, time for me to be honest and frank and nice. <laughs> well, you know, we have a bunch of young guys. Um, covering the uh, team now, young, young, not just young guys, young people in in general. It's true, yeah. Between like Ty, Marissa, Connor, it's a good group actually right now. Uh, Maddie Ports isn't that old either, so yeah. he's maybe a little bit older than them, but still, I mean, he's got the mentality that he's younger. So, um, so maybe it's just a fun group of reporters for the most part. They can ignore like the outliers. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I like it. Let's keep this up, Tuca. And I, I can't believe that Tim or you just totally like let the whole fact that I, maybe I didn't pronounce it as obvious as a pun, but I said Tuca's for Tuca and his ass. Oh, by the way, one of the best moments of this week was when Tuca was, t you know, detailing his NHL game 90s team all 90s team in Bruin gear he uh he put Yarmir Yager in there and he's like yep former teammate he's got a big ass you know <laughs> you ain't wrong I know and I just loved it because he's like he's just like you're talking to me and I'm just gonna tell you and this is how it goes um yeah he's got a big butt Yarmir Yager still got a big butt by the way still very chiseled and built I think he's trying out for Wolverine just saying. Seriously, though, holy fuck, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, he, he's in a weird place because, like, he's still absolutely built, but he looks like old man built. So, like, if if, if you follow me, 
It's sort of like you see Bruce Springsteen without a shirt on. You can tell he, he can tell he's still be, he's still be built, but he, his body still looks old. <laughs> Better stop talking. Um, <laughs> as an older woman, I mean, I'm not dead. I looked at that and I went, mm, "Not bad," you know. But I, I got to tell you, I also am sitting here. You know, I'm the person who who was looking at Eugene Levy today while watching Schitt's Creek, going, "You know what?" He's really grown into his looks, you know, I really, I really like that, you know, and of course we all know how I feel about Jeff Goldblum, you know, I mean, most of the time it's, it's usually older Jewish guys that I'm totally into. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, um, you're going to have to get, you're, you're going to have to get Disney plus just for his new show. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I'm very I well. I saw aware. some trailers for it. Holy fuck. <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh my God, just so much gold blooming. I know. <sighs> I've got, I, I know. I, I know. I'm very well aware that I have to get it. So, you know. Between that and, Mar between that and Marvel stuff, obviously. Um, right, right. So it's like when I'm feeling really down, I don't just have Thor Ragnarok to watch. I can watch Jeff Goldblum. It'll be great. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So last night I went to that game. And, um. I, I just want to report on our friend Benjamin or Glenjamin. Well, wait a minute. It wasn't Glenjamin because Glenn wasn't there, but we usually were the two. They're, they're Glenjamin. But I, I was with the Ben half of Glenjamin as opposed to earlier in the day when I was with the Glenn half of Glenjamin. So Ben, he likes to get my goat. You know? Can confirm. Yep. He's gotten your goat many times. Um, More than a few. And, um, and, and basically, you know, I, I told Glenn last night when I came home, I said, oh, by the way, I'm in good hands when I go to a game with Ben, because you know how you mercilessly mock and, and make fun of me and, and make me the butt of all the jokes. Ben does it too. <laughs> you know, so we're sitting there and we're, we're watching a game, you know, and then, you know, the music comes on when stoppage of play. And I'm sitting there, and, and where Ben's seats are, the the stereo stack, the uh, subwoofers and whatever, it, it's terrible. It's actually, like, the one thing they haven't done is replace that terrible stack. So it's muffled. It's kind of hard to hear it sometimes. Um, and I was sitting there, and I, I had this look on my face, and I turned, and I looked at Ben, and I went, Lady Tron? And he goes, yes. He's like, this song is Ghosts by Ladytron. And, you know, the reason why they're playing it is because it's Halloween. You know, the song is called Ghosts. So, and I said, why, thank you, Ben. Like, I would not have known that at all had you not told me that. I mean, there are not several playlists that I've played at Halloween with this very song on it. You know, or and any of the various remixes I have of it. But thank you for telling me that. He's like, don't worry, I'm here to song explain for you. I'm like, good. So then at another point, I went, oh my god, Ministry. And he's like, yes, this song is just one fix by Ministry. <laughs> so he kept doing that. And then at one point, I'm like, oh, okay. So I didn't quite understand the game at this point that we were playing because there were no explanations. Um. So I said, oh, really? Can you tell me about this song? He goes, this song, I think it's Disturbia. And I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm like, you know Rihanna? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, do you have some kind of secret crush on her? And he goes, who doesn't? And I'm like, what? Okay. All right. I, I, that's, I, I can't counter that argument. But I was just surprised that he knows this, right? I didn't know the song. I knew it was Rihanna, but I didn't know what song it was. So, so basically, for you know, there are other parts of the evening that he was like, uh, "So this song, it, like, I think it was after Bjork scored." He goes, "So this song is by Zombie Nation." Ah, <laughs> uh, so he kept doing that. You're not laughing. This isn't funny to you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying, making effort not to laugh at your expense, VA. 
Oh, you don't have to do that. This is all funny. I thought it was hilarious. You know, that he was like song explaining to me. He's going, he, so this is, this is, this is how the game went. And I didn't understand it until much later when he actually explained the rules to me because he probably made them up right then and there. Any spooky songs that we heard last night, he would song explain them to me because we were celebrating Halloween early. I see. Man, this, this was so funny. It really was. It's okay. He gets my coat on. I'm all right. I, I play the straight man in almost every situation. So anyway, so, you know, there was a, they played Sisters of Mercy last night. The, the DJ played Sisters of Mercy during the intermission. And I was like, and he goes, he points up and I was like, what? Get out. It's like he knew the goths were in. It was really fantastic. But um, now I'm going to make sure I tweet that guy before I go to the next game that I go to and just be like, dude, you got some goths in the house. So, you know, play the stuff. Let's do it. It doesn't always have to be Halloween. And then, you know, he was going to uh, song explain to me if he heard every day was Halloween. He was going to song explain that one to me, but he did not. So, um, but um, I just want to tell you that I did the world's worst parking uh, job in the TD Garden Garage. North Station. Garage, oh, yeah. Um, the guy shepherded me over to this like one spot that theoretically fit my car, right? And it was along the wall because I drive a Prius and they fit in spots and in certain spots and whatever. So he's right; I could fit in that spot. What he wasn't right about was that I had no space in which to actually do a proper parallel parking job. So I was like theoretically in the space. But I was not in the space at all, you know. Um, and I told Ben, I'm like, if you know, if I give you a ride home, you're gonna love this parking job. And so then, as soon as we got out of the uh, the lobby, he took a look at it. He's like, "Holy Christ, <laughs> that's a terrible parking job." So then Ben proceeded to park explain to me, which was fun. You know, he's like, what you want to do is you want to do this thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you even drive? He's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Them peels are just really weird about vehicles, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ellen's been known to go into uh, like it, it. apparently there's a certain car type that is very popular up in Vermont and her friend has that type. And so she went and sat in somebody's random car waiting for her friend uh once yeah oh my god oh yeah it was hilarious. oh my god <laughs> they, they i guess they've gone grocery shopping or something and she finished up sooner and she went back to the car and it was not the right car loaded up her groceries into someone into some random car and then proceeded to get in the passenger seat outstanding yeah Oof. and then yeah <laughs> yeah so no um i think the peels just they they see like a a, a laughter gold mine <laughs> they're just like she we can just joke with her a lot at you're just ex- an mark <laughs> i am i am because i i think i just fall for it every time but i mean that's the fun of it right so as long as we just don't talk about nazis i'm just tired of talking about nazis but you know whatever so anyway so we had a good time last night even if you guys didn't think it was very funny that he was song explaining stuff that i all knew that i knew to me and all that i thought it was fun and funny it was all like knee deep in the weeds goth metal stuff and just so far outside of my wheelhouse i'm sorry okay so needing to be explained needing to be explained to these things is i mean that's that just seems fair to me i mean i don't listen to music like ever so <laughs> i i know hmm <laughs> I guess with certain audiences, it's more fun. But I'm my point is, my greater point is, is that yes, people like to mock me too. But Ben's going to find new things to to explain to me about how we celebrate Halloween early. You know. Oh goody! I'm like, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. All right. So last night the Bruins took on the Blues in a totally not revenge game. No, it wasn't. But, you know, the Bruins did win the Stanley Cup after, so that's the really important thing. And you know what? You know, there was at least one monkey that came off a of back yesterday, and that was um, when Andrews Bjork scored a goal, and it was a great goal. 
It was. And then they played that song by Zombie Nation right after it. But um, nice. yeah, so um, yeah, I was not expecting Anders Bjork to, to fire that shot off, and he did. The video of him actually watching it on the Jumbotron was really cool because even he smiled at it. I know it's only two games. I'm getting a, a, um, uh, a Heinen two years ago feel from Bjork, you know? That brief send down is just going to, you know, it's just going to run away with a roster spot now. I'm kind of feeling it. Perhaps. I don't know. Perhaps. Perhaps. You know, they might think he needs a little more seasoning down in Providence, but as long as he takes it well, it doesn't mean that it's the end. It means he can come back again later. The point is the way he's been playing these two games sort of feels like he's just going to grab this one by the balls and go. Remember, because that year Heinen had a really, really good camp. It was an unexpected late cut. Got called up after about, you know, 10-ish games in, in the AHL, maybe even less. Never looked back. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is that the year that he shared the hotel room with uh, with Sean Crowley and Jake DeBrusque? That, you know, Sean Crowley walked away from that experience going, I love those guys, but I don't want to sleep five feet away from them ever again. <laughs> 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 because apparently Corelli had, had rented uh, because he wasn't sure if he was going to stay up right he made it right he made it out of uh camp uh he wasn't sure so he didn't have a place lined up and uh he stayed in a hotel until he got that all straightened out but the other guys came and crashed with him and well because because the other ones well i mean Heine didn't make it out of camp but debrusque made it. it broke the team out of camp too right i mean and like and like Corelli on an ELC, you're not going to you know go out and get a second apartment in that scenario, right? Right. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yes, good for Anders Bjork. He's he's making his way through, and he could stay up. We'll see. I'm I'm not trying to get too ahead of the game here because I think that a lot of people have gotten a little ahead of the game on on uh, Anders Bjork, and it's led to unhappiness. You know, the thing about that is this this past summer, a lot of people well before camp even started, were sort of talking about that uh, that sort of angle. It's like this, like just 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 pump the brakes a hair and then watch for the for, for the uh, for Heinen's second pro season, even though it's Bjork's third. But well, you know, things haven't really gone his way. Right. Of course, we have to mention that Pasta got yet another goal yesterday. Yeah, um, my my prediction of fifteen so, hundred you know, points that's pretty was right. Um, yeah, I mean, I I've been to two games. I've seen five goals. Honestly, crazy. Tim, you're you, you're looking maybe conservative here. Well, I mean, it might be. They played eighth in eighth of the season. And he's any. They've played eighth of the season, and he's over a fifth of the way there. Like, I mean, he's not going to maintain this pace, obviously. But, like, I'm not even entirely sure I'd rule out 60 as a realistic possibility, at least until we see a prolonged uh, da- a, a prolonged drought, right? I mean, <laughs> which would, yeah. Which would be pretty cool. Because, like, I don't think anyone except Ovi and um, uh, and Stamkos have done 60 in, re- in recent memory. Yep. It would be cool to have a Bruins player that does that. Well, considering no, considering no Bruin has done 50 since Cam Neely. Tuka was backing you up on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a long time ago. So. Well, that's just. I mean, it's a long time since any Bruins done forty, even right? Because um, Glenn Murray, we know, Bill, no, Bill Guerin was the last forty, wasn't he? Not Glenn Murray. Woof. Oh. That's a long time now, too. <laughs> Bill Guerin. Oh, wild GM Bill Guerin. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> What a thank! What a thank! What a thankless job! Oh, is that the guy who's the GM now of the Wild? Yeah, yeah. Oh my! I mean, like you got to figure. You, there's got to be almost no GM in the league that has more rope than him because, like, he knows he's been. I guess everyone must know he's been handed an und- handed a catastrophe. Considering, um, apparently, the Wild are now shopping uh, Ryan Donato because. Uh, <laughs> Now, I, I will apologize on behalf of all of us. I think we were all a little disgruntled in some ways about this trade when it happened, but um, it's looking like a big fucking win on the part of Sweeney. So uh, nicely yeah. done, sir. Nicely done, sir, indeed. I'm willing <laughs> to say that I was wrong on not wanting Coil. Yep. 
you know, there we go. I remember being actively like disappointed. It's like, really, Coil actually happened? Why? I get yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you, one of the great things, well, not one of the great things, one of the things about being an adult is realizing when you're wrong and admitting to it. And then you can move on. But- Honestly, that's the most valuable thing I learned about while I was doing my PhD is everything you ever say will eventually be wrong. Get the fuck over it. And yet you still want to be right all the time, Jeff. I try. <laughs> I don't. Buckshot, buckshot approach. You know, get, you, if you're trying to be right enough different times, maybe a few of them will stay right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was very <laughs> humble and, and only wanting to be right about Kevin Miller being... 32 and then about wanting Heinen to be on the same line as as coil and that hasn't really worked out yet but whatever so that's that's mostly because of, of crazy injury related reasons though right 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 um right now i'm i'm in crazy panic mode so it's like all of the things like if you're talking about roster things i'm only thinking about them in reference to crazy being out well, there's the thing about that, right? Because like, okay, they're they're holding on, which is great that they're banking points, but they can't do this the long term without David Krejci. Because then we're just looking for we need to find a fucking third line center again. I believe he is skating though. Like it's with the red non-contact, but he is skating. Well, he it's believed that he'll be ready for Tuesday against the Sharks. You know, the team's got a long history of rushing him back too fast, which concerns me. A long history of having him play through injuries and stuff. Well, that's we'll why see. he came back in between. And I it know. Was, it was just like, no, I, I'm I'm okay with Krejci being out right now. If if we have to have him out right now and then he's going to be better for the rest of the year, let's do that. I really hate the injury bug later in the year. So get all your injuries out now, guys. That's fine. Just do it. Nothing too serious. Just, just you know. I guess we should probably, on that note, also do a quick round on the various injuries then, too, huh? Well, um, Carson Coleman has a hairline fracture of his right tibia. Yeah, not great. So he's uh, he's on IR now. Um, of course, uh, all along, we've had you know Kevin Miller on IR and John Moore on, on long-term. Still not really clear why Kevin Miller wasn't put on, on long-term because um, – Honestly, he's not that far off from having missed enough games. Right. Like five more five more games and he would have been eligible for long term. Right. And I've heard nothing that suggests he's in in that kind of timeline. But whatever, okay. I'm just gonna assume I'm just gonna assume Ryan Nado knows what he's doing on cap things. Because he is the cap guy. Or is, it, or is it or is gold the cap guy? No, Nate, uh, I can't remember. Anyway. The cap guy. Just for, say the cap guy. Cap guy, one of those, one of those two people. Um, which, I, yeah. While this is not an injury, there's something that we really have to pay attention to right now. Cliffy Hockey has 14 games left until he is no longer waivers exempt. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Stick up to Dominic Tiano for uh, highlighting that. I believe it's where I saw it anyway. Yep, that's that's where I saw it. It's like, and, and you know what? I went and did all the calculations and this, the thing that will get you caught up is, um, uh, uh, or you'll look at his stats and you'll be like, well, he hasn't come anywhere near to 60 games. It's like, no playoff games too. He played in 18 playoff games. So there you go. So it will be interesting to see if they, yeah, if they, if for starters, if, if, if uh, camp for get starts getting more reps, just to stretch out their timeline on that. I would, I would assume so. Because like the team might want to be, because I think the optimal situation would be the team being positioned to be able to send him down while they try to do something about the log jam. Right. Right. So they're, they're, they're going to have to keep an eye on, on his uh, games now. Yeah. So camper has got to, he's got to factor in some more and that's fine. Camper could use the time, um, but you don't want to sit Cleffy too long. So, but look, the good thing about camper is he's, He'd clear. He'd probably he'd clear waivers. Uh, I get. Then again, Luke Sabiza just got claimed, so like maybe not. But he, you can, you can, you can waive Camper with probably and probably not lose him in the process. Probably the, the, the Sabiza thing was really interesting because he had he had agreed to an a deal a deal with the Ducks to come back up, um, 
and uh, from you know from their AHL team. Uh, so basically, they were going to put him on the roster, and then Winnipeg swiped him off waivers. Because he, he had to go on waivers when he signed the contract. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think it's interesting. It, it, you don't, I mean, you see people get claimed off waivers all the time. You don't see them necessarily in that way get claimed off waivers. I, the last one I can think of was um, when the Isles claimed the uh, Evgeny um, uh, Nabokov in, what was that, 13 probably, Tim? Or was that 12, you think? <sighs> Ooh, oh, I, I want to say it was 13, but yeah. So what happened is he'd, um, his contract had expired with the Sharks. They hadn't signed him partway through the season. He signed a contract with Detroit, had to go through waivers and the Isles cleaned him and he refused to uh, report at first. Ooh. And so he didn't play for the, and so, so they, so they, they, um, he didn't play for them until the following year, I believe. So I'm just trying to think if he actually, it must, it must have been 13 that, well, no, I mean, that sounds more like it would have happened in 12 and then 13 is when he actually played Tim. I'm not sure though. Oh, maybe. Um, I can't, I, I, I vaguely remember it. I just can't remember the exact year. Yeah, I didn't necessarily think you would. I just knew you had a better hope than VA because some of that maybe before VA was watching. Oh yeah, I don't know who that guy is at all. I'm I'm thinking, oh, is that the guy who wrote Lolita? Nope. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where we can find it. I've got his Wikipedia page up. Oh, oh, okay. I was. Okay, I can't make heads of this one. So, 10-11. Oh, right. Yeah, my 10-11 was Niami's first season in, in the Sharks. So, 10-11 played in, in, in the KHL. And then 11-12, he played 42 games for the Islanders. So, somewhere in there. This is definitely before my time. August 2011, he said he would be reporting to the Islanders training camp. Okay, wow, we were we were off by a couple of years then. This happened to the he signed this contract with Detroit in January 2011, and then got claimed by the uh, interesting report. There we go. That was, that is, I did not think it was that long ago. Holy fuck! Really feeling your age now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's been coming up a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're gonna be like what 35 this year? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, oh, that's really great. I will not be. Are you inviting us to your birthday party, Jeff? I am. I'm in all likelihood not having one. Oh, come on. You got to have one at your parents' house. Invite us all up. It'll be fun. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so they have to make a decision about Cliffy. I would think that, that Steve Camphor is going to come in and play some more, and that's good. He, he's good at coming in and playing. Maybe he'll play tonight. Who knows? And uh, we don't know what's going on with Miller or Moore. So, yay. I mean, I know they're skating. That's all I know. Um. um. Yep, and then beyond that, further injuries, of course, there's also Nordstrom. Is You said something about an infection? Yep, he's yeah, got he's an infection. infection. Yeah, so I have no idea what that is. I don't know if that's like, you know, like sinus infection or if it's a, like uh, when he broke his foot, if he broke some skin, because I, I know that staph infections can be prevalent in sports. I don't know um, what it means exactly, but we know that. And we know that Wagner is also feeling the effects of blocking that shot last night. So he's out tonight. Yep. So uh, just so and to give you some idea, I have our, the lines uh, courtesy of for tonight, for tonight, courtesy of Cap Friendly. Uh, first line, of course. Second line is DeBrusque and Ritchie being centered by Coyle. Third line, Bjork and Heinen on the line centered by just like we all assumed would happen, Parland home. And then fourth line's Corrali centering Solaric and Bacchus. Oh, fun. 
Well, That's... you got to figure if, if if both them, uh, if both Solaric and Bjork are currently up on um, uh, on emergency recalls, Bacchus and Richie both have to be playing because you can't scratch them if you if you have emergency recalls playing. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Hey, Par Lindholm looks like he was a good pickup. Honestly, yeah. he looks like Nord, like what Nordstrom eventually became, just like more positional, just slightly more positionally versatile, you know. An actual left wing center, as opposed to a left wing who sometimes inexplicably got played at center, mm-hmm. which is what Nordstrom is. Yeah. Yep, and uh, of course, uh, Lindholm had one of my favorite goals of last week. Oh, that's right. That was the one oh, that yeah. was uh, Corrali coming out of the box, right? Yep, yep. I when Corrali went into the box, I went, "Oh, please, oh please, oh please, make sure you get the puck up near the penalty box because you can have a breakaway, right?" So, and what happens? The puck goes up, he gets out of the box, and he goes and he's, it becomes a two-on-one, basically, right? Uh, he takes a shot, it gets rebounded over to Lindholm, and Lindholm nails it in, you know, in the empty part of the, the goal. So it's like, yay, it all worked out. Hooray! His first goal I is also, a win. I also had a couple of my favorite puns of the season during that game. Yeah, the most of them involve par. Well, because Richie scored that game too, it was the embarrassment of Richie's that we had, and it was just par for the course in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yep, Brett Richie, game-winning goal. Um, didn't think I'd be saying that, uh, but it was. He did it. I still don't understand Richie that much. I mean, he hits. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't really do, but but he, he did a goal, so like you know, okay. He fell into it, like, and he has looked like he's you know, actually like playing the same game as the people around him lately, which is you know progress. So we'll see. <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of a, a meme that goes around like you know it's like you'll see like a dog, and it'll be like she protect right, and I, I just want to say like like. Brett Ritchie, like on the ice, he hit. He, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff, you know, do the same thing like you would for, for dogs and stuff. So, not that funny. Brett Ritchie, the Bruins dog. Oh my God. First of all, wait a minute. The Capitals got a puppy and it's cute and his name is Captain. But everybody, everybody should find somebody who loves them as much as Captain loves Ovi. That dog is just like, oh, my God, I love Ovi so much. You're my captain. I'm your captain. Let's just hang out and let me kiss your face all the time. It was just great. Got to look up Cap's pup. Why don't we have a dog, Bruins? I mean, they have an entire talent. Well, yeah, they have a They have a (laughs) Okay. Yes, they ha- they get dogs in for uh, they do a calendar shoot and all that stuff and and then other people have their dogs and whatnot and it's really great. You know, I mean, at least have an unofficial one. Like even Vegas has the unofficial one with Bark Andre Fury. <laughs> mm. Oh, y- you know what? You're gonna love this. Okay, last night I turned to Ben. And I said, you know what? Sometimes I think that Chara loves McAvoy more than he loves Brandon Carlo, and it makes me sad. <laughs> and he looked at me like, okay. <laughs> and then last night when Brandon Carlo scored that goal, Chara was like grinning ear to ear on the, the bench, and it made me feel better. I mean... I can't. I can't attest to who he likes more. So there's all sorts of video evidence that shows that he loves Charlie more. I mean, both like they're both his large adult sons, but I mean, yes, I know. And they're much better large adult sons than Dougie was. So oh god, fuck Dougie. Yeah, seriously, they are much more so. Dougie's the large adult steps on. They just keep shrieking, you're not my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like that analogy. I made that up on the fly. 
<laughs> you know what? You know what? Brandon Carlo and uh, Charlie McAvoy have both not done. They've not tried to play a puck while they were still standing in the penalty box. As opposed to Dougie, who's doing that like several times now. Yes, yes, he's, he's done, done it since he left Boston too. Correct. Oh God! I, it's a, and it's the dumbest fucking thing too. It is the most astonishingly stupid penalty, and it's like Dougie, if you don't want to do this, just watch what Corrali did the other day. <laughs> Uh, you know, exit the box. Oh, yeah, okay, box. okay. I was going to say, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, last night I saw Corelli, like, cross-check the guy behind uh, Bennington, and I was like, skate away, nobody saw. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody Spe- saw. Speaking of last night's game, Chara posted a picture on Instagram of him, like, walloping, who was it, Sunquist maybe? And it was like, it was the picture shows like Chara from behind and Brad Marchand responded to the picture on Chara's Instagram by saying, look at those glutes. If that doesn't get you nothing going, nothing will. So he, he loves, <laughs> he loves big butts. He cannot lie. He can. He, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> yes. He and Tuca, they like big butts. They cannot lie. I mean, you know, they're hockey players. No one should appreciate hockey but more than they do, right? And, you know, Yager sort of, you know, is the hockey butt, as Mandy would explain to us in graphic detail. <laughs> <laughs> in graphic unsettling, you'll never forget this ever. You can't unsee it, detail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of physiques, what was it? Uh, I was reading uh, Connor Ryan's piece on the Zeidenberg retirement. Uh, and uh, Chris Wagner spent a little time with him down in the aisles when they played together. Uh, and, of course, you know, he remembers him from when he was younger and watched the Stanley Cup run and what a beast he was. And so then, he, you know, he gets to play alongside him, and he goes, that guy is built. He is just just so stacked. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself about how I had a dream that I was married to him, and he spent the whole dream without a shirt on, on purpose. He was just just like the the cover of grocery store romance novel, except you know no hair because of Stan Seidenberg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I made him wear the Fabio. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean I remember like when when Behind the Bee came out for the first time, and they were showing like you know what it was like to do uh, the the work before training camp you know it's like all of the measurements and the do like you know the the running back and forth and all that stuff and Seidenberg would always be in like shorts and no shirt and I just would like sit there and go oh oh I like that it's good luck Patrice Bergeron always clothed always I'll never know what that man looks like without his clothes on anyway since I'm talking to two straight men maybe I um should stop talking about shirtless guys but anyway yeah, he said that uh, that that Seidenberg was just built, amazing. He was just in awe of his physique. There you go. There's the edit. German part. engineering, you know. <laughs> oh, it's just too bad that knee failed, and then he started failing. But whatever. Now I'm so tempted to call this episode. We like big butts, and we cannot lie. But anyway, let's just come up with that in this uh, this episode. Okay, so let's get back to talking a little bit about the games. We don't have to go too in depth. Bruins took on the Toronto Maple Leafs twice this week. Outshot them like no other. Like they were using a muzzle loader and the Leafs were, and then Bruins were using a machine gun. And yet the Bruins only got three points because that's just somehow sometimes how this dumb fucking sport goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically the Leafs, the first game, despite the shot total, it was the Leafs game to lose because they took the lead early. They allowed the, the Bruins to get back in the game and not only get back in the game, they tied it up, right? Because another, yeah. another never-ending pasta goal. And, like, and honestly, I mean, once – and three-on-three, three, uh, the fact that it lasted as long against a first unit of Matthews, Marner, and Riley. Yeah. Three-on-three against Toronto. It's not a situation you want to be in. No, no. They were gassed. They needed to get off the ice. They couldn't get off the ice. They couldn't get it uh, – they couldn't clear the puck. Um, and that's what's going to happen. You're going to you're going to make a mistake, or you're going to allow something to happen. So, I think we should just be glad that we got the one point there, even though the Bruins, I think, are clearly a better team. But on that night, 
it was tough for them. But on Tuesday night, and it's not just because the Maple Leafs were on the, the second half of a back-to-back. The Bruins just basically just had that game all the way, start to finish. Oh, yeah. They, they, they shelled them into the Stone Age and actually converted to show for it. Yeah. It's basically the way to – it is the long and short of that. And so that was so it was good. You know, I said Pasternak, Marsha, Pasternak goal, Marsha on goal, and then Brett Ritchie and Parlin home did things in the third. So, like, you know, great. Secondary scoring. That's what we want. That's what we want. It's all good. Uh, so, yeah, um, I really kind of hate that they take a rivalry like this, and it is a rivalry. I, I hate that they make them play two of those games in one week instead of stretching it throughout the season. You see them again November 15th is the next time, so that's not so long a wait. And then after that, it's quite a while. <laughs> yeah, it's it's enough time to to forget about how much you hate them temporarily. Oof, oh God, we don't, after November, after November 15th, we don't play them again until March 14th. Oof. That's a long time. It really I mean, is. I don't really understand why they've structured the, the, the numbers of the games within our division. Like, why do we play the Leafs and the Habs only four times, but then play the fucking Florida teams five? Right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think we played the Senators more than either of the relevant can- Canadian teams. I mean, like, sure, three points, but, like, also, ugh. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. Yeah, we, we, we played the Senators three times before Christmas. Oh, God. Yeah, twice in November, once in December. It's, it's so much, it's so much just, just the abyss. Oh my staring God. into the abyss and the abyss laughs back but then then trips over its own feet and breaks its nose because it's the senators the Leafs in 13 games have given up 45 goals holy shit yeah that defense is bad and Anderson's um, not great right now uh, somehow they're still plus one because they're the Leafs, so they've scored 46 goals, which is kind of alarming considering the Bruins have only scored 29. Yeah, but they've also only given up 20. So, I mean... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the Bruins are a much better defensive team, and we all know that they are defensively oriented, even, I mean, top through bottom. So, I'm not disturbed by that stat. Bruins are the best defensive team right now. Um, the next nearest is Arizona with 22 goals against. Just like we all um, predicted. Don't laugh. Arizona has more goals scored. It's scored four than Boston does at 31. But anyway. They have um, Kessel too. How's he doing? Actually really well, I think. I'd have to look that up. I haven't. Um... I think that Phil Kessel is just going to do Phil Kessel things wherever he goes. Well, that's right? all Phil Kessel's. That's all Phil Kessel's ever going to do. And like, I mean, it's Phil Kessel doing Phil Kessel things is a plus. Don't bother trying to make him do more. He's two, four, and six and ten, which is not not up to his recent standard. But you know, no playing with the Pens the last four years will do that, right? New team developing chemistry. It'll take a little bit. Sorry. And again, he was on the pen, so like he got to play in some capacity at the same time as you know Crosby or Malkin, right? Uh, reasonably frequently. He's gooning it up big time, though. He's got eight penalty minutes leading the team, so he's gooning it up. Eight pims for Phil. Wow. No Lady Bing for him. Although it'd be the funny, he'd be the. I mean, I'd say I was about to say he'd be the funniest player to ever win the Masterson Masterton, but he has won the Masterton because you know he got nut cancer. Um, oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> nut cancer. Is that the, yeah. Um, can you confirm with uh, uh, with any doctors that you know that that is the uh, official technical term? It is. Well, to start with, she's not an oncologist, so we're good. Um. <laughs> oh my god! I. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, 
not cancer. There we go. Um, the official diagnosis. I cannot wait to hear other diagnoses. <laughs> and then, yeah, so uh, that's that, that was about this week's games, basically. It's a light week. I mean, Bruins have a lot less games played than some other teams, right? So, although, holy shit, there's games. The Rangers only have eight games played. What the fuck have they been doing? Um, like like macrame. Learning how to say each other's names, braiding Henrik Lundqvist's hair. I don't braid hair like that. You know what? This week, um, I saw an advertisement for NHL.TV on YouTube, and it had Henrik Lundqvist in it, and I actually had forgotten how handsome he was. It's unreasonable, isn't it? It is. And that somehow his identical twin brother is not as handsome, nope. even though they are identical. Even though they're identical, it doesn't make any sense. Joel nope. just doesn't have the same. Joel doesn't have the swagger, I think, that makes it work for Henrik. That's what it is. Uh, no, there is a, a very distinct facial difference between the two of them, and just because they have the same genes doesn't mean they're always expressed the same way. That's the thing about identical twins. Aha, I see. Either way, I'd still be pissed if I was his identical twin. I mean, it could be worse. You could be like Timo Solani, the identical twin who's just been cursed to, you know, spend the back half of uh, spend his thirties pretending to be Timo on off days. <laughs> I guarantee that's how he played until he was forty-four. That 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 brother, that brother that wasn't a hockey player was actually a hockey player. Basically, he played the game that Sadines weren't clever enough to figure out. You know, <laughs> It also explains the seventy. That also explains the seventy goal rookie season. It was really only a thirty-five goal rookie season, but two of them. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. This is getting into tinfoil hockey helmet territory. We haven't, we, we haven't broke the helmet out in a while. I know so. we haven't. We haven't. <laughs> we we will. We will. Just like we're going to do our musical episode someday. I can't wait to do that one too. Did anything interesting happen in the league this week? Uh, not really. Oh, I saw some guy last night at the Bruins game wearing a Voinov jersey for the Kings. There were a couple of guys who were wearing Kings jerseys. One was, uh, I don't know who the player was that he was wearing, but the other guy was wearing Voinov. And Ben shouted down, give us to Foley! Right? And then I was just like, and everybody's like, why the fuck are you here? Why are you wearing that? And it's like, yeah, the Voinov one, mm-mm, bad choice. You, I was going to say, you probably should have incited, you probably should have incited a mob to tip that guy off the balcony. Well, he was walking down and out. So I, Good. I, I, you know what? He was going away. So he, I let him go away. The, that's when you have a mean girl's moment and be like, doesn't even go here. Yep. Yep. So I, I just, it, it did make me very, very angry because I just feel like you can't possibly be that tone deaf. You know what I mean? You can't possibly think that that was a good idea to wear that ever. Um, yeah. So that, that, that happened, but that's not a league thing. That was just happened last night. Okay. Well, Fuck that guy. Preferably with a goalie stick. The paddle end. Side Twice. No, no, the damage is done once, Tim. After that, really, they're just gonna shit. shit they're just gonna shit pancakes forever. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from you know all those injuries we covered, uh, so you know uh, Peter Solarik tonight, folks, uh, against the Rangers. So, um. Which you will not be, which you will be hearing some days after this game is played, one hour from now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he he's been really good in Providence. He's scored a goal in every game he's played in Providence so far this year, so he's been good. Yeah, hopefully that will translate tonight. All right, so maybe we should uh, look to the future and see what's uh, what's going on in the next week. Okay, so obviously um, uh, shortly after we finish recording, the Bruins will be playing the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden, 7 p.m. Eastern Time today, October 27th. 
This should be a real thrilling game to watch. I'm looking forward to it. No, I am not. The Rangers are so, so bad. <laughs> you know who else are so, so bad? And no one expected this. The Sharks. And, yeah. guess, where, and guess where they're coming on Tuesday? To the Garden. Boston. Yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern time. San Jose Sharks get to uh, watch a really, really bad and old Sharks team with a lot of money committed forever. Oh, God, that team's so fucked. It's so fucked. It's funny. I mean, that's with Carlson and Burns both playing really well. Part of their their big problem is, I guess, uh, their goalies are garbage, and Mar- and Mark Eduard Velasic is uh, suddenly um, not good. Not good. Actually, I mean, a not, really, not really suddenly. He's been training down, trending down for a couple of years, and now he's just apparently just abjectly bad. So that's a that's a rough draw for Sharks fans. Mm. I feel for you, folks. I like you. I have no, I have no beef. Yeah. Should have kept Martin Jones, LOL. <laughs> well, Seriously, though. Long-time Bruin, Martin Jones. Long-time, four days, long-time, eh. Do you, know, do you know who we got for Martin Jones? Uh, I believe it was Sean Corelli. It was Sean Corelli. Also Trent Frederick, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah. you know, but Corelli right there, you know, makes that work. So we're cool. Anyway, um, then the middle part of this week, there's not a lot of games. So after Tuesday, it's the rest of the weekdays off this week because, of course, because, like, this is the stupidest first month schedule ever. Playing Ottawa at the Garden on at 7 p.m. Eastern time on, on Friday, November 2nd. I am not going to that game. Yeah, especially um, apparently, like, um, uh, uh like several of their first line players are, are now uh, out injured. So it's like, okay, so uh, this is going to be very much of a, who the fuck is that guy? Or I don't want to know who this guy is. I would like to forget because dear Lord, that hurt. <laughs> Can't say that this is a game that I even want to watch at home, but whatever. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I know that you think, okay, this is the dumbest scheduling, whatever, but I think that the Bruins might actually like it a little bit because, you know, they had a short summer. So uh, I, I agree, actually. That's that's probably been quite good for them. Now I've got November in front of me. And, ah! Um, there's a... Okay, it's only three back-to-backs in November. That's too bad. Only. Only. It looks like a much fuller, a fuller calendar than anything else. Friday... I told you Saturday, to Saturday the second. Oh, oh. Ottawa. Um, what? Why Friday? Oh, Where I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out where I am. Okay, they. It's Saturday. I thought you said Friday. I'm my bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. I thought Friday was a weird day to have hockey, but you know, whatever. Saturday. I mean, three of. Five Fridays in November do have hockey. Um, the 8th, the 15th, and the 29th. Hmm. Yep, you're correct. All right. So that's our schedule. So it's basically two games. <laughs> after today. <laughs> yes. And probably once this drops, it'll be one game. Eh. I'm. You know what? I might be able to get this out on Tuesday. I might be motivated enough. I mean, I am getting my hair done tomorrow, but I don't think that's going to take me all day. New hairdresser, or did you decide to go crawling back to him? Nope. New new hairdresser. I'm going for a mm. new me now. So, you know, I started therapy last week. So, although it's... Are you going for more exciting colors, or are you just, you know, going natural now? Well, right now, we're just going to stick with natural for a little bit, because my hair is what I call unicorn. It looks like unicorn hair. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so we're just getting a new style and then I'll talk to the people there and um, they don't know me. So we got to get to know each other a little bit more. And then I have to tell them how like, you know, previous bleach jobs have been harsh and I may be allergic to them and then we'll figure things out. So, um, but yeah, so we're just going to, we're just going to go with natural right now. I just need a new cut because my hair is voluminous and um it is taking over everything 
So it's it's time to to scale back a little bit. But I'm going for the new me thing. Seems fair. Okay. So, um, do the thing. Do the thing. Okay. Well, listeners, you've been listening to Barely on Topic. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and now on Spotify. Um, you can also talk to us uh, on Twitter. That's uh, at Barely on Topic. Uh, and on Facebook, that's at Barely on Topic Podcast. And of course, um, eh, you know, if you're really that sort of person, there is our individual Twitter account. Sometimes we say something interesting. Um, I'm, of course, at Dr. Hand Grenade. I am at Tim A. Richardson. And I am at. Uh, Yarmir Yager has a big ass.com. Also known as at VA from RI. Which I can't say. So, Tim? Word! <laughs> <laughs>